Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yerington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Make your hotel reservations soon. Yerington Inn, Main Street Inn, Comper Inn. The 2022 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yerington, Nevada. Register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Feb 24, 25, and 26, NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today. Boy, am I having a good time bopping around for Christmas, shopping around for friends, family, and acquaintances, and enjoying all the great holiday music that you hear only this time of the year. I hope it lasts and lasts and lasts. Good times happening. Good times in the world of real estate. Real estate for investors. First time home buyers too. You would be amazed that people are still shopping for homes in this holiday time of the year. And why is that? Because homes are hard to get. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about homes for some some of my favorite smallest creatures. Homes for honeybees. And we're also going to talk about the weatherization program from Community Services Agency. Our guests are coming on the air with us after this quick message. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency Head Start or Early Head Start program. Hi, my name is Elizabeth Aranda and I work for CSA Head Start for the last 20 years. There's always room to grow at CSA Head Start. And we can wait to see you here to come and apply. Call us at 775-786-6023 and visit us at csareno.org. Welcome back to our radio show. You know, the holiday season is all about kids. I love kids all the time, but during the holiday season, don't they seem so cute? I mean, they absolutely love all the good things going on. I love kids, too. I'm working on a great project right now with a company called Community Services Agency. And I'm getting a chance to talk about the wonderful things they're doing in the world of Head Start and Early Head Start. These kids are learning how to socialize, how to get along with other people, the importance of good nutrition, and working and playing with others. There's so much more that they learn. It's unbelievable. And they're into early Head Start and Head Start as early as six months old, all the way up to five years old. And then when they graduate, they're like college professors when they go to (laughs) kindergarten. It is a great thing to do, a great thing to be part of. And if you want to be a teacher or you're already a teacher or retired teacher and you want to help out, 
A great opportunity is waiting for you at Community Services Agency Head Start and Early Head Start programs. Get all of the information. Call them, 775-786-6023, or visit the website, csareno.org. We'll be talking about CSA and all the great things they do later on the show. Right now with me in the studio, Debbie Gilmore is here from Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Welcome, Debbie. Thanks for having me, Peter. It's good to see you. Every time I see you, you know what I think about. What? Honeybees. Oh, yeah. We love honeybees, yes. I was out just about a week ago when it was still a little bit warm here in the Reno area. My honeybees were still out. They were out buzzing around, looking around, doing things. I happen to have a little old honeycomb that I had from last year's beekeeping season that I laid out, and they were all over it. Yes. If there's any honey at all anywhere around, Mm -hmm. they will be all over it. Really amazing. Amazing how they know exactly where to go. Honeybees are probably some of the smartest wild creatures that I've ever seen. I agree. I, I mean, agree. They just they just know what they're doing. They are never lagging. They're never slow. It's amazing how well they work. They do. You can have 60,000 female bees in a beehive, and they all communicate and all make it happen. Can you yeah. imagine that with people? Yeah. You don't hear a lot of <laughs> nagging until my wife and I go out there, and we're moving things around, and the nagging starts. I'm, That's right. I'm a horrible nag. There's more than nag. one way to do it, right? Yeah, there is. So. Oh, no. Debbie, I love seeing you because I love beekeeping. I'm in my going in my sixth year of wow. beekeeping and it seems like just yesterday when we got started the mm-hmm. big conference is coming up feb 24 25 and 26 we're going to be there you're going to be there all the people that love beekeeping are going to be there but for the people that don't know about it um, that's why you're here today to let them know just how much fun and exciting it is i love beekeeping and i love our bee people and this is our 12th annual mm-hmm. um, Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, like you said, February 24th through 26th in Yarrington, Nevada. And we hope that all of these people who are even thinking about it, let alone who have been doing it like you have for mm-hmm. years, will join us um, at that conference. A lot of people were thinking about taking cruises to Europe or maybe to the Bahamas or maybe to the Mexican Riviera, but they can't this year, Debbie, because of the restrictions of the COVID virus and traveling and, you know, the costs and everything. Mm-hmm. Why not take that cruise money and go to the beekeeping conference instead? Exactly. There's because, so many reasons that you could do you that. You know, you go on a, a week cruise and it's over, right? <laughs> exactly. Beekeeping, you can buy bees and they go on for years. Oh, I know, it, I know. It's kind of, kind of like part of your legacy. I love that you're here. We're going to talk more about the beekeeping conference and also your beginner's beekeeping class. It's coming up in January. But before we go there, I want to introduce our other guest. Jessica Mahon is with us from Community Services Agency. Welcome to our show, Jessica. Thanks so much. So, Debbie and listening audience, I met Jessica at a holiday party recently. Isn't that nice? That is nice. We just bumped into each other. We're chit-chatting. Next thing you know, we had some things in common. That's one of the things I like about 2021, at least the tail end of it, is we're out and about networking and talking and socializing. That was a holiday party for the Chamber of Commerce of Northern Mm -hmm. Nevada, wasn't it, Jessica? It was, and it was a great opportunity to see familiar faces, meet new folks, and just get a chance to find those commonalities and make some connections, which is great. Yeah, when we were introduced and I found out what you're doing at Community Services Agency, well, I thought this fits right into Nevada Real Estate Radio. So let us know about your work there. 
Absolutely. So uh, I oversee a couple of different programs for Community Services Agency. Uh-huh. We're a local nonprofit community action agency that's been serving the Reno area as well as Sparks and the surrounding rurals uh, for more than 55 years. So we've been in the community a really long time doing anti-poverty work. And that changed and shifts throughout the years depending on what the needs of the community are. Um, but one of the programs I oversee is our weatherization assistance program. So uh, my team and I work to support families in Washoe County who are low income and are in need of energy efficiency up grades oh, in their nice. home. So what would that include uh, insulation in the home, doors, windows, in, in the between the walls, that kind of work? Absolutely. So we go in, we have energy auditors on staff oh, that yeah. go mm-hmm. out into qualifying homes. Um, they conduct a comprehensive energy audit to get a sense of where might this house be losing the most energy, where do we have the most potential for savings mm. for that family. And it can be insulation, it can be replacement of appliances. We do a lot of furnace repairs and replacements, water heaters, expenses that we know for low-income families might just be completely unattainable, yeah. um, but able to do that completely free for qualifying households. So do your clients contact you directly or are they referred to you by other organizations that have uh, clients that need these kinds of Absolutely. services? We get a little bit of both. So we have folks that self-refer. They hear about our program from programs like this or uh-huh. uh, you know, us doing outreach out in the community. Um, or they might come to us because they received energy assistance from another um, nonprofit or from a county service program. Uh, and then we come in and get them qualified for our program through there. So I, I may have, uh, maybe I had one too many eggnogs when I was at that holiday party, but I seem to remember during the conversation, did we not talk about the commercial world too, commercial real estate? Do you do work for the commercial real estate side? So not through the weatherization program, but we actually do um, when it comes to household types. So we do single family households, uh-huh. um, but we also do multifamily uh, households as well. And so, so somebody in a 12-unit apartment building could contact you? Absolutely. And so uh, are, are they under the low-income restrictions, guidelines? How does that work? They are, yeah. And so this is a great incentive for folks who are maintaining affordable housing in our community. Mm-hmm. If their residents qualify for our program, we can work directly with landlords to get everyone qualified and help assist with up to 50% of those um, costs associated with those energy efficiency oh, upgrades. See. So it's based on the residents. It is. Uh, income not so much so the owner's income that owns the investment That's correct. Very nice. That's good to know. So many people want to invest in low-income housing in certain parts of the community. They just can't make it pencil. Definitely. And, you know, when you're an investor, you you want to help out. You want to be good to everybody. But if you're going to lose money while you're on your way, there's no point. And this could be a great incentive for people to upgrade their rental properties and give their residents a better place to live, everybody would be satisfied. Absolutely. Is this a state program or a national program that you work with? Sure. So we get uh, funding from a little bit of both. There is a federal weatherization assistance program where some of our dollars come in. Mm -hmm. And then there's also state funding as well. It's all funneled through the Nevada Housing Division. So we're Uh a sub-grantee of that program serving Washoe County. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's paid for by uh, taxpayer dollars as well as those universal energy charges that you see on your energy bills. Those go towards great programs like this. I'm talking with Jessica Mahon from Community Services Agency here in Northern Nevada. We're talking about the weatherization program for low-income individuals that need an upgrade for better efficiency, a warmer house basically in the winter, a cooler house in the summer. And Jessica, your organization can help make that happen. Obviously, there's guidelines to all programs and there are qualifications and we need to make sure that the people that contact you 
uh, well, they know enough to get started. What is the best way to get the basic information? Absolutely. Our website is a great resource. It's www.csareno.org. That's where you can find information about the weatherization assistance program, our application, as well as the contact information. We have application assistance for folks in English and in Spanish. Uh, it's also where you can get information about our other programs that we offer at the agency as well. Very good. csareno.org. It's got a whole bunch of information there. That's cool. That's Absolutely. a much bigger organization. Then most people realize Debbie Gilmore is with us in the studio. Debbie drove here to our studios today from Yarrington, Nevada. So, Debbie, I know you are like, you know everything going on in Yarrington. <laughs> everything. I mean, you are like, you could run a newspaper. You could yeah, have right. a column. Right, yeah. But of when it comes to northern Nevada, have you ever heard of community services agency or any of the work they've done before? I had not. Mm-hmm. I had not. So I was visiting with Jessica so I could... Um, Better be informed. Get up to speed on what's happening. Yeah. You know, it's interesting that she does weatherization programs. Have you ever thought about weatherization programs for beekeepers? I was uh, just thinking how important that is with beehives as well. well and yes. I mean, we're at that time yeah. of the year where yeah. weatherization is life and death for honeybees. And Jessica, before you were here, we were talking with an, an, on another program about the importance of this, uh, the bee process in the wintertime and getting ready and and uh, it all kind of fits the same. That's why I love, love Debbie, the world of beekeeping. It's kind of like people keeping. It kind of is. I think beekeeping's easier, though. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> I come from a really big family, and I can tell you this. I guarantee you it's easier than it is to keep a big, big family. Because bees, uh, they have their routines. They have their patterns. That's what makes them special is they're dependable. Right. right, and and they weatherize too. You know that product called propolis. They yep. they seal up all their cracks with sure. propolis, so they weatherize yeah. their beehives too. So you see how I put the two guests That's together cool. for today's radio Absolutely. show: the weatherization program for bees and people. For people. Yep. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about the beginners beekeeper class. That's what I want to talk about in our next segment, Debbie, because a lot of people maybe are even too apprehensive about going to the bee conference. They might not feel comfortable there. Well, this is another way to get started. We're also going to be talking about what kind of homes with Jessica's program from the Community Services Agency weatherization program can cover. I want to know about manufactured homes. We'll have that and more after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada, 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99-plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. 
Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should, like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes? For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put a proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started in the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Gary McDonald, I have two guests with me in the studio. I want to introduce you. Debbie Gilmore is here with us from Yarrington, Nevada. We're talking about the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Good morning. Debbie, last time I was in your office. Yes. She's my, she's my regular, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> also with us today, Jessica Mahon with Community Services Agency. And we're talking about the weatherization program that they offer for local low-income residents to keep their homes warmer in the winter, cooler in the summer. I like it. Hi, Gary. <laughs> Hello. Gary is the president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. And uh, this is one, maybe your swan song interview, Gary. I don't know. You might have one or two more. No, this is it, Peter. <laughs> I got, you know, I think I got his first interview of the year. I get the last interview of his administration. And uh, then we have uh, the new president coming on probably in a couple of weeks. It is Sarah Scatini. Yep. She'll do a good job. Well, I wanted to thank you and the RSAR for really everything you've done to help us put on great radio shows all year long, Gary. I hope that you've had a great 2021 yourself in the real estate world and as president of the association. I did. I did. It was, um, it was really a good year for us. Gary, I've had my big ugly sweater on, by the way, for ugly Christmas sweater. It's got a lot of lights that are flashing. I imagine you're wearing some holiday stuff today. I have a green, uh, green sweater on, yes. Oh, very good. You're not going to get pinched. Uh, no. <laughs> Happy New Year, Gary. Nice to meet you, Happy Gary. Happy New Year. Gary, happy new year to you, your family. We love you guys, and uh, we'll be talking soon. Thanks, Peter. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Gary MacDonald, president of the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors, getting one last business expense from the association. He's traveling out of town, talking long distance, enjoying life. I love Gary MacDonald. He really is a good guy. He is a good guy. You've, uh, you've had I have met him. him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's always pr- providing us with all the top information in the real estate mm-hmm. world. Everybody talks about values, buying, selling. But, you know, I don't think enough people talk about living in your home and keeping your home. That's why I'm glad we have Jessica Mahon with us from Community Services Agency, the weatherization program. I mean, even of those of us that don't qualify, that, uh, you know, don't meet the, meet the requirements of the assistance to weatherization, it's important for everybody. Absolutely. I mean, I was looking at the thermometer a couple of mornings ago, 18 degrees in my house. That's cold. Absolutely. And we always love to take this opportunity, especially this time of year, to remind folks of those important things that you can be doing in your own home to Mm -hmm. make sure that you're maintaining uh, your energy efficiency, that your home is healthy and safe. Things that are simple that sometimes just slip our minds, like yeah. cleaning out those filters, yeah. making sure that ducts get cleaned out, yeah. um, checking on the seals on your windows and doors, right? Mm-hmm. Things that anyone and are honestly ve- those kinds of activities that are pretty affordable for any homeowner to be able to maintain and keep up on and make a huge difference with energy savings. I mentioned I'm from a large family, and in my youth, uh, the way to be energy efficient, my dad had, he'd say one thing, he'd say, close the door. <laughs> Always somebody coming in and out. You see, you got the kids and animals, and and but that really is it. You've got to keep the cold out, 
in the wintertime, and a lot of people, let's face it, as we get a little older, I don't see as well as I used to, but um, that insulation around the door, mm-hmm. um, that uh, door insulation, I know on my house uh, it was incredibly in need of repair, but I never really noticed it for years until sure. somebody told me to take a look at it. Next thing you know, you could throw a cat through there. Sure. I mean, there's a lot of room in as these insulation pieces dry up, they contract and that mm-hmm. lets the air in. And it looked like a big, expensive, difficult job to do. I got it done in 10 minutes. I think it took cost $10. Definitely. Yeah, those weather strip kits are not expensive. And our, our weather is just so harsh up here, right? We get the hot, hot. We get the cold, cold. Yeah. Uh, and so it really does do a number on those pieces that, that need need inspection every once in a while. My, home, sure. my home is actually quieter with the insulation, too. Sure. You know, I don't hear the trucks driving by as loudly. My wife doesn't complain as loudly. Both from both sides is quieter, you know, <laughs> because I it put insulation on the doors. <laughs> so many benefits. So many benefits. Community Services Agency does a lot of great things. That includes taking care of little kids. I mean, it's a big range, but it's really about family approach, right, to empowerment. Absolutely. Yeah. So we know that when a family is in poverty, right, there's no one right approach to being able to help that family take that step needed to be self-sufficient and be able to um, take care of themselves and and their children and be able to contribute to their communities. And so we really take a holistic approach, understanding that it might involve a combination of we need some assistance with child care and maybe someone in the family is looking to upskill and and get a new job and be more qualified to earn more wages. And um, also there's health concerns in the home and someone suffers from asthma and that's preventing them from going to work. You know, Mm -hmm. all we really look at that whole picture of what does a family really need to get some stability and then be able to really build up uh, that self-sufficiency. So we were talking about how we can do this in private residences uh, Mm -hmm. for people that are uh, homeowners, maybe the elderly that don't have quite the resources, quite the abilities, uh, types of homes. Uh, having come out of the mortgage business and this being a real estate radio show, are there any limitations on the types of homes that we could get these assistance for? For instance, mm-hmm. manufactured homes, yeah. very common in northern Nevada. Do they qualify? They do. We love to work on manufactured homes. As long as they're on a foundation, mm-hmm. we can work on them. So, so if they are converted to real property. If they are real property, oh, that's good. That's Absolutely. great. Um, we do a lot of manufactured homes. We work with contractors who specialize in those mm-hmm. areas, too, because there are so many other types of um, guidelines and codes around their appliances and, mm-hmm. and what needs to go installed in those homes. Um, but we love to work on manufactured homes as well as stick-built multifamily yeah. units. Having yeah. been in the business, the mortgage and the real estate business, for so many years, you know, the key important thing in the world then, like it is now, is credit score. Do you have to have good credit to qualify? Are there elements beyond the low income that are they're going to look for? What, what are the kind of things are there that they need to be aware of? Definitely. So for qualifications, we're pretty much looking purely at income. Um, we have some federal poverty guidelines that we work under. So about 200% of the federal poverty line qualifies. It's around $25,000 for a household of one and mm-hmm. goes up a little bit more for yeah. every person that you add to that household. Uh-huh. And we also have priority of service for folks. So that includes seniors yeah. uh, come to the go to the front of the line as well as families with young children and mm-hmm. folks with disabilities. And we know seniors in particular uh, who are living on fixed incomes 
having dollars for rep- repairs like this is just sometimes completely out of reach. And so and, and, we have special funding for them. And does your reach go as far as well, as far as where Debbie Gilmore is from that's visiting us today? Do you reach out as far as Arrington, Nevada? Sure. So our program is specific to Washoe County, but we have fellow uh, sub-grantees all around the state that do the same work. Uh, I believe in Arrington it's um, Nevada Rural Housing As- Association mm-hmm. okay. um, that does the same work for folks in those communities. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love what you're doing. And, you know, I'm all about poverty prevention myself. My dad was big into that. Mm-hmm. He said, get up and go to work. That prevents poverty right now. And, you know, he's right. It does. One of the things I enjoyed about being at Community Services Agency when I was there for our project with the young kids is watching the teachers work with the kids. And I really felt like they were teaching the children to be successful, Absolutely. whatever they were doing. Some of the kids were uh, painting. They were painting these little tiny houses. Ian, remember that? They were painting. It was it was like, wow, these are the future contractors of America. And then there was another group out there that was building some other kinds of platforms. And one other group of kids was singing. And the encouragement they got was all towards success and self-reliance. Is that a component that you guys really think about when you're helping people that need services? Definitely. We're always looking at ultimately self-sufficiency. So we're trying to help folks who might need assistance now, but ultimately, right, the goal isn't for people to be on assistance forever. It's to be able to provide that hand up and not a handout so that they build the skills and resources necessary to be able to have success in the future. Well, you know, what I love, too, about the program and all the programs from CSA is that it really encourages a philosophy and a thoughtfulness about others. And if so many people cared about other people, I think they would find opportunities galore because sometimes as we're helping other people, we find opportunities, find opportunities for ourselves, opportunities for others. And life is just so much better when you do reach out and help others. Jessica May Hahn is our guest from Community Services Agency. Debbie Gilmore is with us, too, from Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. We're going to talk with her and more after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company, equal housing opportunity. Company NMLS number 3274, NV Banker number 1076, NV Broker number 1141, Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045, telephone number 775-453-0345, located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200, Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval, terms and conditions may apply, subject to change without notice. While the kids are in our care at Early Head Start, our parents are able to maintain a job, go back to school, do whatever they need to do to support their family. Hi, my name is Miss Camilla. I work for Early Head Start. I am in the baby room. I absolutely love it. I love working with the babies. They are newborns to one-year-olds and it's just very, very heartwarming. If you want a great job and love kids, come see us at Head Start and Early Head Start. Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, staying tuned in to our radio show. We're enjoying our conversation with Debbie Gilmore from the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Also with us, Jessica Mahon from Community Services Agency is chatting with us about the weatherization programs that they offer to residents, low-income residents of northern Nevada. And if you have a primary residence or you 
have even multifamily residence that you're living in and it needs some weatherization or you know somebody that needs the weatherization program, you can get the details and make a contact with Jessica Mahon at Community Services Agency. Visit the website, csareno.org. And I want to talk a little bit now at this point about the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. It's really amazing what's happening all across the country when it comes to home buying, home values, home prices. But Northern Nevada, it's still rocking. $540,000 is our median home price. Uh, it's pretty substantial. It really is. That's a lot of money. You're, you're talking over uh, half a million dollars to buy a home in 2021. And who would have thought that it, you know, it's, it, it's really an acceptable price nowadays if you're looking to purchase a home in northern Nevada? If you're at that point, though, and you're looking to pull the trigger on real estate, you have to understand that values can go down. A reminder again of what happened during the mortgage meltdown. It's not that far back in our memories for many of us, but for new home buyers, first time home buyers that maybe were in high school or even junior high school in the 2004, 5, 6, 7 through 12 era of the mortgage meltdown, home prices plummeted. They dropped 50% in value in just a few years, and many people who had bought homes in 2003 and four, well, by the time they got to 2006, seven, eight, nine, uh, they realized they're paying payments on a home every month that is worth half of the value of somebody wanting to buy a home after the mortgage meltdown began. Essentially, people started walking away from the homes that they had purchased, even if they had put some down payment on many of these homes. It wasn't enough of an incentive to stay in these homes when they could move out and move into some other home for much less money on rent, knowing that other people were buying homes like theirs for much less than they paid for the home. We are all hopeful that that is not going to happen in 2021, 22 for the people that have bought homes recently, it's been pretty good. It's meant that we've been moving up when it comes to values of our homes. Appreciation has been happening, yes. And that happens when you've got a hot market like we've got going today. But the momentum can stop in a relatively shorter amount of time based on a variety of factors. The biggest one I believe that we need to be aware of and concerned about are government regulations, government interest rates, etc., etc. If one individual at the government can make a decision that is going to suddenly impact the value of the dollar, of precious metals, of real estate, of you name it, with inflation, one person can make a big difference on the value of a median home price if you're looking to purchase a home. I'm not saying not to purchase a home right now. I'm saying to just be cautious and understand that if you purchase a home, you have to be prepared to ride it if the values start to go down. If there's other trouble in the world, in the universe, you are going to be responsible for a mortgage long term. It's typically 30 years on a primary residence mortgage. Maybe you'll get a 15-year mortgage regardless. I mean, we'll be in 20 36, 
2037 in 15 years. It does move fast for some of us, but the younger we are, it seems to move slower. And if there are difficulties in our lives, challenges when it comes to meeting our obligations, including the mortgage payment, you need to have a backup plan. So I'm recommending that you have a family member, a friend, a loved one that you are talking with about your upcoming purchase of a new home in these inflationary times, in these price increase times, dramatic, the increase that we're seeing in these home values that come to us from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. So the $540,000 median home price, well, that's really for the Reno Sparks area if you look at combining the two areas. If you really just include Reno and that includes, you know, the North Valleys, you're talking more like $550,000, a little bit more than when you average in Sparks because Sparks has a bit of a lower median home price. It's actually right under half a million dollars at $498,000. Now, that's not for a condominium or a manufactured home. It's for an existing Single-family residence. I'm just talking about a home that was built from the ground up. Typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage home. Yes, just under half a million dollars is what the median home price value is in Sparks. If you were looking at a condominium in Sparks and you're wondering what that median home price is, well, the most recent stats put it at about $268,000. That's an increase of more than 12% from the year prior, but it's not growing as fast as the increase in primary typical stick-built homes. Those have gone up 21% in the last year. When we move over a little bit to the east, I love Fernley, Nevada, you may not see as many home sales there. There were 44 during the last reporting period that we're looking at, but still, they have some attractive, attractive offerings. And why is that? It's because the median sales price in Fernley, Nevada, of an existing single-family residence, typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, is $359,000. That is up from last year by more than 13%. But that's a kind of a standard in Nevada, 12, 13, 14, 15% up in a year. That's just what it's looking like. The values are there, but you have to be aware that things can change pretty fast. The, the thing that can change the fastest is the interest rate. The government can pull the trigger, and within a few days, typically, uh, interest rates can start to move up really fast. Inflation on its own, up until you buy the home, can also be a factor that could um, help you out or maybe be a challenge as you're looking for your homes because inflation on its own is causing everything else to go up. So even if somebody needs to do some repairs on a home before they sell it, um, now they're going to have to probably pay a lot more money than they did a year or two ago because lumber prices and other building materials have gone up so much in the past few years because of the supply issues and shortages that we're finding in more and more major chain stores across the country. Northern Nevada, is no different. Look for the values. Remember, when we're talking about places like Fernley, Nevada, it's really not that far away from central Reno. It's about 25 to 35 minutes. For people that are moving to our area from the metropolitan areas of Sacramento, San Francisco, big metropolitan areas, you know, 
25-minute drive just doesn't seem quite that long. As the people that have lived here, like me, for 20 years plus, maybe all your lives, we used to be able to get around from one side of town to the other in about 10 minutes. Not quite like that at this point, but it's getting a bit more congested. More people are moving here. And that's the next thing I want to talk about is the area that you're looking to purchase a home if you're looking to buy a home for the first time. I I gave some great advice to a young person about monitoring the sound, the noise areas of real estate in northern Nevada. If you're looking to move to an area and you have a problem hearing, you don't hear very well, you need to put hearing aids on to have communications, and when you go to bed, you turn the hearing aids off, you're probably then not going to be too troubled by noise from an intersection that's down the street, around the corner. The interstate might run by your home in a quarter mile or so. Most people might be able to hear it, but if you can't, then you have an advantage when you're looking for homes in areas like this. However, if you're a younger person with excellent hearing, you're very sensitive to noises, then you're really going to have to make sure that wherever you purchase your home that you can be comfortable, sleep soundly at night, to maybe take a nap now and then because of the reduced noise levels. So you have to visit the property and the neighborhood more than once at more than one different time of the day, more than one day of the week in order to understand what the noise patterns are and if it's going to be a good fit for you. Maybe you don't have the time to do that. Maybe the real estate market, because it moves so fast, doesn't allow you to have the time to do that. That means you've got to do everything faster, faster and faster than ever. If you're thinking about moving to, let's say, South Meadows area, and you have a neighborhood in mind that you might want to be interested in down the road, I suggest you go by there right away and get that out of your brain if it's not the right place or focus more on it if it is. Check out the noises there in the morning, the afternoon, the evening. Go over on a Saturday night. Many be a Sunday morning. See what the sound levels are in that neighborhood. Make sure it's going to be right for you before you pull the trigger and put a lot of money down and have a lot of down payment and money obligations every month for a good little while, only to find that you've moved into the wrong place. Forget it. Do it right. Do your homework in advance. If we can help you with any ideas about becoming a first-time home buyer or moving up in today's dynamic real estate market, call us anytime after the show, 775-786-5515. After this message, we're coming back with our conversation with Debbie Gilmore from Nevada State Beekeepers Conference and Jessica Mahon from Community Services Agency and the Witherization Program. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own, or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? First, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779 or visit sageintl.com. Hi, this is Sherry Hill with Sage International, Inc. Merry Christmas!
Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Save the date. Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yerington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. Make your hotel reservations soon. Yerington Inn, Main Street Inn, Comper Inn. The 2022 Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Feb 24, 25, and 26 in Yerington, Nevada. Register at NevadaStateBeekeepers.org, Feb 24, 25, and 26. NevadaStateBeekeepers.org The holidays are upon us. I don't care what holiday you celebrate. I, for instance, celebrate Christmas and Festivus. Debbie Gilmore is with us from Yarrington, Nevada. Debbie, what holidays do you celebrate during the holiday season? All of them. All of them. Oh, wow. That's a big range. Yeah. It's a busy... Busy, busy oh, time of the year, right? Oh, you're so a busy funny. time of the year. Busy time. <laughs> Jessica Mahon is with us from Community Services Agency. What holidays do you like to celebrate during the oh, holiday sure. season? I pretty much celebrate from Halloween all the way through New Year's. Uh, I just consider party, it party holiday season. Party, season. party yeah, girl. That's right. That's Absolutely. right. Party girl. Very nice. Well, you know, I uh, I remember when I took a job in Arizona, and my new boss had asked me if there were any special holidays that I need off. You know, it's human resources things, you know, when you get hired, they got to figure out if you're able to work all week. I said, well, I have my holiday calendar here. So I gave him a calendar. It's a Mexican calendar every single day. So it's either a Saints Day, a holiday, every day. Saints Day, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I, of course, I was immediately fired before I was even hired. No, it wasn't like that. It was just all funny. Good fun and games. We're enjoying Christmas, New Year, and everything between. And the peace on earth. We're having so much fun with family and friends. I'm glad that we don't have any major things to think about this year other than the holiday traffic. Uh, Debbie, you were telling me you were shopping recently. Jessica, you too. Uh, a lot of cars moving from one side of the street to the other. A lot of people moving. That, yes. Yeah. Good. Uh, Heavy tra- traffic. People are buying things, so yeah. that's good for the economy. That yeah. is. Yeah. It is. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of people... They don't want to go out to shop because of the traffic. Mm-hmm. And, it's you know, let's face it, everything seems kind of the same sometimes. You know, what do you do? What do you, how about a gift of Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, Debbie? Wouldn't that make I a think, you know what, if they contact me, I'll give them a gift certificate. And what a great way to start the new year. Can right? you imagine when you reach into that Christmas stocking? And you pull out that gift certificate and say, oh, I'm going to be a beekeeper. That's right. It's pretty exciting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yes. It, is. it absolutely <laughs> is. Uh, the place to get all that information is on the website. It is. You can go to masonvalleybeekeepers.org and you can sign up for the beginning beekeepers class yep. that we have. Mm-hmm. You can go to Nevada's, um, statebeekeepers.org mm-hmm. and you can sign up for our annual conference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a ton of fun, and I, I think, it, to me, it's a vacation. You should call it the Nevada State Beekeepers Vacation. Vacation. Because that's, that's what an it is. Idea. I get away from that's all right. the big city stuff. I go to Yarrington, right, and I have to wait for one car, and then I cross the street. Well, you know, you come in on Thursday night, mm-hmm. and we feed you from Thursday night all the way till Saturday night. Yeah, wow. 
all the food you could possibly eat, right? You know, this is one of the little that's, secrets. That's a vacation. It's a secret about this this beekeepers conference. That is like the best food that you arrange to bring in for every one of the servings. It's like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think last time I remember we had uh, a mead tasting at the table. So people were being able to taste the, the best uh, liqueur in the world made from honey, mead. Yes. And then there's a honey tasting contest. We do have that. About 50 different honeys. We're going to have a photo contest this year. Again, we're going to have our silent auction, which I'm is put it, I'm like. I'm going to my high school picture. I'm going to put it in there. Oh, is that right? Photo contest? <laughs> you, you're sure to be the winner, Peter. I'm sure. Yes, yes. Tell me that all this cool stuff that happens at the conference. It's just like you say. It's a, it's a beekeeper's vacation, yeah. and um, there's a lot of scientific based research. Mm-hmm. Um, the latest stuff that's happening with nutrition and stuff with beekeepers or with uh, bees. Yeah. Um, the aurora mite, the tropolalaps mite that they're studying now over in Thailand. Um, we just have tons of new research and um, everyday tips for every beekeeper, too. Oh, yeah. We're going to do that, too. We have hands-on workshops. Um, so it's we try to bring in something for everybody mm-hmm. and some practical experience mm-hmm. as well as the latest research. So. Yeah, I was listening to some people over over another conversation they didn't even know I was in the room they happened to be talking about beekeepers and one of the fellows said uh, something about the old beekeeper and I kind of got the feeling from my eavesdropping on this conversation that they felt like beekeeping was just for old people what kind of people are getting started now with beekeeping? You know, I've seen um, more young people coming, um, people who are in high school who are involved in FFA. Mm-hmm. Um, they're starting beekeeping projects. Um, we are hoping to give away our first youth scholarship through the Mason Valley Beekeepers, and we're mm-hmm. going to award it at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference in February. Nice. Um, we have more young people now showing up to our monthly meetings than we ever had before. I mean, it's, you know, they work with their families, and yeah. um, it's great for families and young people. You know, everything seems to maybe come back in style. I remember when I was a little boy, you know, we didn't have a lot of money in my family, a lot of kids, so with a lot of hand down, hand-me-downs. I remember going to church once in uh, jeans, blue jeans, that had holes, the knees were worn out, right? I was so embarrassed. I put my hands on my knees at church. Now they pay money for those. That's what I'm saying. Everything goes around. <laughs> so now beekeeping is coming back in fashion for the young people. I'm so happy to hear that, Debbie, because we really do need more beekeepers and more awareness of just how important the honeybee is to the planet. Everybody talks about global warming, global warming. What about the loss of bees? How important are bees, Debbie, when it comes to mankind? Bees attribute to one-third of every bite of food that we eat. So if you take all of that away, consider your Christmas dinner or your Thanksgiving dinner, and you take away everything that is um, attributed to the pollination of Mm -hmm. honeybees, Mm -hmm. you don't have a whole lot left. You know, cranberries, um, turkey feed, um, you know, all of that, it's attributed to honeybees. So our diets would be very very different. Yeah, that's that's really the thing. Pollinators are so critical to the ecosystem of the planet, and yet most people think that the bee's going to bite them. Bees don't bite. 
They sting. They sting you if you attack them. But if you leave bees alone to do their work, uh, everything will be fine. But, you know, you don't have to be a beekeeper to help the honeybees. You know, there's many things that you can do. Setting out some water for them to Mm -hmm. drink during the summertime when it's really hot. Um, Planting Mm -hmm. pollinator-friendly plants. Yeah. There's a lot of things that you can do without actually being a beekeeper. It is very true. You know, I love watching my honeybees. And really one of the safest places to watch a honeybee do its work is not at the beehive because they're in the protection mode when they're real close to the beehive. And they might go after you if you they think you're uh, – uh, You're an intruder. An intruder. Mm-hmm. But if you're out by the rose bushes or by the dandelions and you're close to the bees watching them do their thing – they're just a beautiful thing to watch. It's, it's like a dance that they do. They uh, do. Ballet. They do. Um, we, we have one plant that is called the Rocky Mountain Bee Plant, great bee plant. And it has a, a unique flower. Mm. But it has this big stem thing in the flower part. And it has a really like a fluorescent green tip on it. And I did not know, but that's the pollen of huh. that plant. And so we had honeybees trying to take that green pollen off of that when we had other bees going down inside the flower trying to get the nectar out of that plant. And so it's just kind of amazing just to watch to see what they're doing. Do you know what that, that flower's called by chance? Rocky Mountain bee plant. Yeah, bee, oh, I thought it was a Susie's plant. I don't know why oh, I no. get them mixed up. Rocky Mountain bee plant. Rocky Mountain. It's purple. It recedes. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome plant. Jessica Mahon is with her. She is with Community Services Agency. Jessica, do you like honey? Does honey appeal to you in any way, shape, or form? I love honey, and I also love mead. So you love I'm me very oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh, I'm glad we were with She's somebody. a natural. <laughs> somebody with class here. You know? <laughs> That's right. So an interesting thing about honey that most people don't know is that honey doesn't go bad. Did you know honey doesn't spoil? I did not know that. Uh, in fact, I was... Read, reading some places, honey can be kept almost indefinitely. In fact, indefinitely. So I did a little research. I was actually looking at what's happening a hundred years from now. I'm getting ready for 1920 or 1922, right? A hundred years ago, starting next year. What happened in 1922 that was important for honey? The, the knowledge of honey. Debbie, do you know? Mm. That's when my great grandfather was in Yarrington and he had honeybees. Yeah. And it was very, very different then. Oh, yeah. Um, ranching practices were very different. There weren't mm-hmm. as many pesticides being right. used. Honey was much more um, um, natural in many Right. Ways and I know that my family, um, beeswax mm-hmm. during wartime. Um, they used to ship out tons and tons of beeswax because they used it in the ammunition um, during the wartime. So. Maybe as a lubricant, the beeswax mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, so. Jessica, do you know anything about 1922 that you recall from the history books or that you want to take a guess on as how it's important to honey? I don't know. I'm curious. Well, I am too. You're going to tell us, aren't I'm you, I'm going to tell you. 1922. <laughs> King Tut's tomb was discovered. Interesting. Yes, okay. they found all kinds of great stuff in King Tut's mm-hmm. tomb, including a jar of honey. Mm-hmm. They opened up that jar. They tasted it. It's perfect. Then I found out it, they found honey from 3,000 years or more on the planet, and they've never found any that is spoiled. And why is that, Debbie? Why is this honey not spoiled? Bacteria cannot live in honey. Honey has a quality, it's called hygroscopic, Mm -hmm. and it absorbs moisture, 
And so bacteria cannot live in honey. It's magical is what it is. If you get a bee sting, the best thing to put on it, when you go indoors, get away from the beehive, you put a little bee, little uh, honey. honey on it. In fact, it, honey is good on almost any kind of little abrasion because it creates its own... Hydrogen peroxide, yeah. yeah. So it's a great antiseptic. It's great in your emergency kit, and even then you can still eat it. That's what's so neat about honey. Uh, the flavors, the, oh, the, the way it really enhances foods, mm-hmm. and it's got mm-hmm. health benefits that many people don't realize when you go to Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. You'll learn all that. You'll learn all that. Plus, mm-hmm. I am still discovering, but it's a word that's important for beekeepers, it's propolis. Right. And propolis is like a higher grade of honey product because it really is made by the bees for weatherization it and is. for their own health benefits. And, oh, there's all sorts of kind of things that you learn when you're a beekeeper. And one way or another, you're going to benefit from your knowledge. Debbie, we talked briefly about the beginner's beekeeping class in January. Many mm-hmm. times, people are apprehensive about committing a larger amount of time to the bee conference or the bee vacation, like I talk about. Mm-hmm. Talk about the beginner's beekeeping class. How does that work? We have a one-day workshop, and we provide um, a book and a lot of resources. We have beekeeping catalogs. We can help you go through, and um, you know, there, it, it's a big business, mm-hmm. and we can show you how to get started, how much it's going to cost you to get started. Um, we can help you figure out how you're going to get your bees mm-hmm. into your equipment. Um, we just walk through all the basics, and people will see if they really want to be a beekeeper or not. Maybe they can't afford it this year. We have some of the beekeepers like you and Sherry who came to our beginning beekeepers and you did not have bees for the first year. Right. You just wanted to learn. You come to meetings and you talk with people and you figure things out and then you get your bees. Yes. And what a great place to meet people. Great people at all of the bee conference and bee meetings. Uh, You're talking about something that's new, that's fun. And uh, there's a lot of great social value in the world of beekeeping because that's what beekeeping is. There's, it's a big social organization, your colonies are, and that's how we become. But in a very helpful way, there are always people willing to help and uh, give their advice and guidance in the world of beekeeping. In 2022, Debbie, thank you for being with us today. Thank you. It's a pleasure, Peter. All right. And all the information again at NevadaStateBeekeepers.com. Org. Jessica Mahon, too. Thank you for coming from Community Services Agency to talk about the weatherization program. And I'm encouraging people to learn about the program, learn about everything coming out of the good people at Community Services Agency by working on the website, csareno.org. That sounds great. Thanks so much, Peter. Thanks for being with us, and we'll have you come back. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. We're on the air again next week, same time, same station. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Next time on the Sherry Hill Show. Bill Gerard, founder of Plan Grow Lead LLC, based here in Reno, Nevada, is a professional EOS implementer, only one of 400 in the world. Tune in to The Sherry Hill Show Monday at 1130 a.m.